Hello and welcome to the Great Galveston Podcast, your one-stop shop for gaming news and reviews. How are you today, Liam? I'm good. How are you? I am... Oh, I'm okay. I'm doing okay. Good. Good. It's been a busy day. It has. It has. I, I've slept for quite a while. I've been up since eight, so... Ooh. I know. Puppy sitting yeah. is the worst. Puppy sitting? Yep. <laughs> is it's that like... why you weren't available for, like, the whole weekend to play games? Yeah. Because you at... were sitting on a puppy. I was looking after a puppy called Mowgli. <laughs> I know. It's like I a black... I hate dogs. It's like a black... You'll like this one. I'll show you a photo afterwards. But anyway, <laughs> we were rambling. Okay. This is a this is a technology podcast. Yeah, I just thought of another bit of news that we need to cover as well. Oh well, was well, well, we'll get to it at the end, shall we? Okay. Just, just keep uh, it... Let me just type it somewhere. Okay. So yeah, just 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 tell everyone what we're going to be covering this week. So this week in the news, we'll be covering War of the Roses. It's now free to play. I will, we will also be covering Valve going to court in Germany over digital rights trade-ins. The UK, uh, well, the UK adult filter, which is going to be adult content, adult content filter. So we'll cover that shortly. And Phil Fish, a fish, a fish, a fishy. Ooh, I wonder where that fish could go. So yeah, what's the final? What's the final one, Garbert? Uh, I'm not sure if you'll want to do it or not, but there has been a freaking huge update for Planet Side 2. You can cover- oh, was that in your news video this week? It- it was. Oh, you can cover that, because I wasn't listening too much about that. But anyway- You really think I remember? <laughs> anyway, let's go to the first news. Okay, so, War of the Roses has become free to play. But this does not include the Kingmaker update. So no. you can still play War of the Roses for free, which is pretty cool because it's a good game. And... It, it, it contains four base lock profiles and the Conquest and Team Deathmatch game modes. Oh, what? So it, you can't actually change any of your profiles or anything? No, no. Um, Kingmaker contains all the game modes Conquest, Team Deathmatch, Pitch, Battle, and Assault. And the ability to customize additional character profiles. Ah, okay. So you are quite limited then in what you can do, but still, this is a really good way. Well, because you can't change, like, you can't change any of your, like, presets or anything like that until you get to a high level anyway, or get enough money or whatever yeah. to buy them. So it's a good way to test out the game, and I guess it's probably a way of them justifying their microtransactions. I think this is what they were building up to. I think it was always meant to be a free-to-play game with their microtransactions. They were just waiting for enough content to be in a separate pack, like in the Kingmaker. So yeah. it would be fair for people. It's been a very smooth transition, though, and they've done it quite well. Yes. Um, we've had, I, I saw some complaining the day it came out, but everything just calmed down the day afterwards. Yeah, but, well, pe- people people feel like they've been kind of cheated, don't they? It's like, yeah, I've paid full price for this game, and mm. now people can play it for free. But it's kind of like, you got to think, you played it, like, however long. And you got free DLC yeah. with it. So Yeah, so, it, I mean, you'd, and it cost me more than 15 quid, I think, I can't remember. But it's... I've been playing. I've had it for ages, so it's kind of like, well, I played it before anyone could play it for free. You played it before people... it was cool. Yeah, because I'm like a hipster. Yeah. Also, apparently, I'm in the beta for it. I I am as well. There's there's some random Steam games that get into betas, and I don't understand the difference. Maybe, maybe this is because we've both got full versions. Probably. There's also Red Orchestra Two. We're in the beta oh, four. Yeah. Why? And I know it, it, it's and just weird. I've apparently still got the Incredible Adventures of Van Helsing preview copy, <laughs> and and the normal one. I played. <laughs> I, I I'm ashamed to say this, but I played more in the preview build than I did in the actual game. Uh, so did I. I th- no, I didn't. Uh, but anyway, I more in the preview. But yeah, so are we gonna review? Any games today? We're we gonna review Borderlands or anything. 
Uh, we haven't even played more any more Borderlands since last week, so I think we should stay. We should just leave that out. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, so the, today this is a oh. bit junky, isn't it? We've just like done the first bit of news, and then I'm just like, we're gonna review a game today. Yeah, uh, um, we I could. I... What other games? On. I don't know what other games we play this week. I mean, the Sleeping Dogs, but I haven't played enough of that to do a proper review. Let's just say, well, I could do Indie Game the movie, the, the special edition. Oh, we fuck. What? Don't worry. Okay. But anyway, that kind of fits in with our later news story. Just typing again because I remembered okay. something. Okay. But yeah, so I, I think I'll cover some indie game in the movie. But anyway, okay. the people listening don't care about this till the end of the video, the end of the podcast. So let's move on, shall we? I think okay, we covered so everything. What, what, what did you want to talk about next? Yeah, it's just the game's gone free to play. Yeah. You can um, also buy a four pack for like fifty five quid. That's quite a good it, deal. Yeah, you you can buy that as much. You can get as much. You can get one Call of Duty game for as much as that costs, as four games do. That's pretty good, and I would actually say War of the Roses is probably a much better investment. Yeah. Or you could get into Planet Planetary and he Annihilation. Annihilation. GG Liam, you can read. I'm dyslexic. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Moving on before we embarrass ourselves again. Um, before you embarrass yourself. I'm just cool. I'm just sat here leaning back in my chair like, yeah. I broke the back, though. Um, I've never Va- broken a chair. Valve have gone into um, court due well, to... Well, they haven't gone into court yet. But the pla- but it's been planned to go into court it's been, by yeah, German... They're expecting con- it to be quite soon. Yeah, by German consumer organisations over the digital trade-ins... That don't VZVB. That don't exist. That digital tradings that don't exist in Steam or any other digital service apart from I think it's Green Man Gaming. They're actually called the Federation of German Consumer Organizations. That that just sounds like. Oh, I'm actually I'm not going to say that. (laughs) World War Two humor. Why? What the f- the Federation of German Consumer Organizations? What is that? Why it does just that sa- sound? It just sounds militaristic. The Federation of, being that it's Germany and whatnot. Don't don't you what? see it? I can just see them walking down the court doing their little march. And little... What country? What country do you live in, Liam? I live in the UK. And then think about how many countries our troops are stationed in at the moment. Or were stationed in. Once are upon stationed a time. In. We, we still have troops stationed in the Middle East, Liam. Yeah, no. We, we, we have considerable, well, considerably more troops stationed out there than Germany do. Well, anywhere in the world than Germany do. So, well, no, 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 no. I mean, as I know in... you're saying, oh yeah, Germany, war, whatever. Sorry, Liam, but I'm not going to advocate your kind of... <laughs> All Germans and Nazis, well done, Liam. I've been to Germany. They're lovely people. <laughs> they were f- they were paying you in a full sense of security, Galbert. A full sense of security. I don't so think we... they were. <laughs> yeah, have I, this... don't th- I, don't, I don't think drunk people have, like, the ability to do that. Anyway, so yes. Were they drunk, though, Galbert? Were they? Yeah. I don't oh. think you can, kind of, fake that smell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh. so they've they so Steam are probably going to be going to court very soon in Germany. This is going to be in a German court. This isn't going to be in an EU courtroom. Mm. So basically, these guys are just like, hey, hey, Valve, you should like totally make it so people can sell their games and shit. Yeah, which is a difficult thing to do when it's digital, but yeah, but. In Europe, we still have the right to do that. So, well, it's an, a, a new, newly advocated right recently. About is about a year or two old. Yeah, well, it's, it's, I think it's less than two years. Yeah, probably not even a year old. Yeah, I don't think it is over a year old. It was quite recently, but yeah, it, even though it's new, we still have the right to do it. And, yeah, I mean, they shouldn't necessarily just well, they're not really. What they're probably trying to do, 
because Steam is a very, very large, or, well, Valve is a very, very large company, and a lot of other companies look to Valve and things like that, smaller companies. I think... And even, and even big companies like EA, they're probably almost trying to make an example. Yeah, I think... Because they can't go for every single company that would just cost far too much. Yeah, I think... So they're... You can continue. Well, it's because, like, hardly anyone is allowing this. Yeah. Allowing what these guys want. And so it's... They're trying to change that. I think they're trying and, to get to the yeah. big behemoth that is Apple. Yeah. That, that's gonna be the mo- yeah. That's probably going to be the most difficult court case to do. All about and this... Ap- do- <laughs> I... Apple can't moan, though, because they sue people for the stupidest junk. Don't I they know. sue, like, Samsung or someone but for, like, having stuff bump in menus? I, it's just... Apple would just have them, like, going round in circles again and again whilst they're just uh, going, yeah, we're not going to do it. Yeah, we're not going to do it. I'm not sure, though, because this is in a German courtroom. Mm. They'll force-feed them snitchels. Snitch, eh, snitch, eh, I can't say the word. Um, Snitzels. A... <laughs> I, I love the way everything is like your your picture of Germany is just people with swastikas on their arms <laughs> eating f- like freaking frankfurters <laughs> and drinking big cups of ale, isn't it? Oh, that is your that's your vision of Germany. You're an <laughs> asshole. And what what what's this, what's the clothing? Um, oh, lederhosen. <laughs> lederhosen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Well, you are a terribly, terribly bigoted, bigoted human being, Liam. <laughs> Only with the Germans, though, Garlet. Oh my god. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I am but... so, so sorry. Not to you, Liam. Oh. I think you should just burn, burn to death. Well, I'm not- I think not... you should join Phil Fish. <laughs> But yeah, look, I think we should stop talking about this. This is, this is going to like show how much of a terrible racist you are. Before we get into any more German jokes. So yeah, Steam is going to be taken to court soon. I actually really, really hope the Federation of German Consumer Organizations win this. They probably w- Well, they probably will, but Valve probably already have... are already making some sort of um, system for this. They'll just get... They'll just stick up their ass and say, get moving. Yeah, but that depends on if they are doing that or not. Because they could be planning something like that, but there's no way to tell what stage it's at, because yeah. things like that can take years to plan. And... I know they're working on a, the MMO, and the, the trading cards have gone in, so they could the trading cards could go into something like a used game market, and the marketplace is there, all re- ready and waiting. Which yeah. has been the, which I don't been... see how much effort this would be to do, though. It would mean mean a lot of data crunching because if they get this wrong, it would be a huge. As I said to you, though, I, I don't think they can actually break Steam at this point. No, because so many people have money invested in it. It's just like, and you've seen the comments about this. Yeah, like so oh, it's... why are they going off the Steam? Yeah, yeah, I can I can completely understand why they're doing this and why it should be done. And why it probably will be done. It's just gonna, it's gonna, I think Valve's gonna be the first, like they always are in this sort of environment, and then Origin's gonna follow other small websites, and the final thing will be, um, iTunes. Which. Well, it's, it's kind of like, it's not necessarily that, as I was saying at the start, it's not just that they're going after Steam. I think they're trying, well, we're probably trying to use Steam as an example mm. to other companies. Because they well, know that they can't really, well, they can't really damage Valve. No, this. they can't damage so Valve. And Valve, uh, for what they've got, they're a hugely tiny company. They're like two hundred men, two hundred workers. But people who are getting all angry about this in comments and things like that, just shut up. Seriously, yeah. these people like. I know they're probably not doing it directly for the user benefit, but at the end of the day, this will benefit you. Mm, this will make you money if towards... If you live in Europe. <laughs> I, this, this will have to go worldwide, or there's going to be a huge problem. Yeah, well, they're probably... I, I'm not sure about how it would work in other countries, because this... I mean, in different countries in Asia and places like that, uh, well, in America, like, just, just 
in other places around the world, even Europe, certain countries might say, well, we want part of that money and things like that I think, and oh, well, kind I of didn't... screw it all up. Because they, they can have this region locked to Europe. It wouldn't be difficult. It wouldn't be difficult, I mean, but it would be highly biased towards Europe when new games well, come it's out. Well, it's not the fact that it's biased towards Europe. It's the fact that it's law here mm. that we're allowed to do that. It's our right. Well, already the trading cards are in, and that the pro- some profit goes to the um, designers of the game and other and to Valve themselves and to you. So and that all that money gets translated into different currencies as well. Like the, yeah. so I think. And, pe- and again, yeah, people complaining about this about the people that are taking Steam to court. At the end of the day, this will benefit Steam. Yes. With money. Well, because they will make money out of this. They will make mo- lo- load of money from the resale. Yeah. But I don't know how. Uh, yeah, that will make a huge money, and so would the developer. This is something the developers have been asking for in news games. Like, we want a percentage of this money back, which they don't get right now. In There's places. only one issue that I can find with this. What is it? And that is that with multiplayer games, mm. when you when um, like a company makes multiplayer game and they're hosting servers themselves. Yeah. What what they the process that they go through of trying to decide what kind of server infrastructure they'll need is kind of thinking how many people will buy this game and mm. it's kind of like they work up that number and then they ex- then they kind of estimate how long each user on average is likely to be using their servers over the span of them playing that game yeah and as soon as you set like sell the game on second hand that number doubles i think so it can potentially cost a lot of money for people for for companies that are doing that so there would i don't think when this happens games probably won't be that cheap and i think with multiplayer games they will have to a lot well a large amount of the money probably will have to go to the developers simply because it will cost them an awful lot of money I think what's just going to happen with multiplayer games is then what's going to ha- what happens in the Xbox space, where there's just two ton of servers and there's no real way of tracking those CD cases. But you can track the um, digital cases though, so there'll be it's, that track. It's just the fact that it costs money to keep servers running and things. Yeah. So well, it's... in the PC space now, dedicated servers. I are... oh yeah. But yes. then, then you think about games like Call of Duty, where you can't do that. Well, that's I their mean, fault. Th- I, yeah, 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 I know, but it's still a decision that they make, and they still work. They still base their estimations of profit, how long they should keep their servers or anything like that for, mm. on the fact that they're hosting all of the servers. So it's 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 difficult. So it, it's just kind of like, yeah. I think we should I move. Want, I want this to happen, but I think it's going to be difficult. It's going to be yeah. a difficult transition. I think I we just should. Can't wait to fucking sell Skyrim. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep Skyrim just for the hell of it. Maybe one day, I'll, I'll find a place, place in my heart for it. But right now, no. Actually, I don't know if I'd want to sell it. Now you've said that. I, it's oh one of the. Oh my god! I could try and sell Dinner Date. I, the, you know, the game that I'm waiting to sell. What? Brink. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> oh, and I could sell Super Meat Boy. No, it, I enjoy Super Meat Boy. And Universe Sandbox. Yeah, that is a huge disappointment. <laughs> I'm just seeing um, Deus Ex Invisible War. You know, some of these games, these awful games, I'm like, actually, I could do videos on. And then I think, no. Then you just no. Think, no, thank you. No, yeah, you think, no, that's, like, two hours of my life wasted on terrible game. <laughs> yeah. Um, I could sell Van Helsing. Don't talk about that, Liam. Mm. Because you got given that generously. Yeah, that's true. I'll be by, getting... By the lovely people at Neocore, I think. <laughs> but, any anyway... I think we should move on quickly to horrible to UK UK jokes or more MP jokes. Okay, so 
in the UK towards the end of this year or the start of next year, what David Cameron, the prime minister of our fair country, wants to do is block, well, filter all pornography and other adult material unless you sound each a- individual. Un- un- Less like an individual household, like kind of signs a document and then sends it back to them, which won't work. No, this will never work, ever. There's proxies. There's two ton of stuff you could do to overcome this. Well, viable... this is so incredibly stupid, though, because what one of the main reasons why they're doing this is because they're trying to stop predators online, and you know what I mean, like sexual predators. Yeah, and. This is just stupid, because what are they going to do? Anyone who is that way inclined will simply sign that document and send it back to them. What are they going to do then? Are they just going to monitor the people that have, like, kind of said, yeah, I want to be able to access everything, even more than they monitor other people? Because that's incredibly unfair. That's a breach of our freaking privacy. We still have rights online. I know, and the other thing David Cameron brought up was, like, children seeing inappropriate stuff too young but what what are the parents doing yeah that is completely down to the parents yeah like in the it, corner like it, dum, 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 it, i don't know how to t- teach my kid it is illegal for anyone in the uk i think in europe under the age of 13 to have online encounters with other people so that means it's illegal for someone under 13 to access mm-hmm. facebook to access google plus and things like that and i think it's even I don't think they're meant to access YouTube and things like that. So, and I mean, one thing that scares me, mm. what do you define as adult content? That is so yes. loose. Yes. Because, I mean, to me, adult content would be something like an 18 plus game or yeah. like just kind of like, I don't know, like a comic with well, swear words. In well, it. The, the thing was that Reddit was, was seen as, Adult content yeah. and, and well, well, adult has porn. Reddit, Reddit has porn, so it's kind of well. Reddit has porn in certain subreddits, but it's just too big for them to. Yeah, it, you can't go. Through. You can't filter through every subreddit. There's just too many subreddits. Even if there's like only five people in it, they're just constantly being subreddits being edited every day. I wouldn't mind losing 4chan. Nah, 4chan's just like that big cesspit. Yeah, that big cesspit in the corner that we don't like to talk about, but is actually there and sometimes has some nice content on there, but most of the time, no. I'm more of a Reddit person, me. But yeah, so this is not going to work. Anyway, yeah, so... How, how long do you Cameron think said, this will last? Well, this, is meant to be, this is meant to be being done by Huawei, who yeah. make shit products, and like low quality and things like that. They're meant to be assholes. They're like company policies meant to be shit. They're meant to kind of like just be big dick company. The, the software's um, meant to be in have fingers in the Chinese military. This is which is so scary. Fucking stupid, David. If this, this goes this wrong, David work. Cameron's not going to be able to stand well, he's not, up. He's, he, he's not. He's not going to be able to recover from what he's done already. No. William. But uh, but who's the well, who else is there? I'm trying to think. Fucking I, being... Boris Johnson, mate. Oh yeah, he's he's gonna do, isn't he? He's gonna be prime minister. He's gonna start doing his campaign for prime minister soon, isn't he? Which party is he though? Um, that's a good point. I don't know, but I would vote for Boris Johnson. It depends completely on the party. Oh no, he's the Conservative Party. No, because oh. that's who David Cameron is. Damn it, Boris Screw Johnson. That. Well, you we know, want we want Boris Johnson like, instead. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> Why yeah, kind so of? Where's the kind of coming conservative from? Conservative party. True. true. They're We've the only... reason, Liam, that we have to pay nine thousand pounds a year for university. Yeah, and they sold off all all our electricity and gas firms to private companies, and now we have. We're in the issue like of privatizing security and things like that as yeah. well. God. But but don't worry, you can vote for Liberal Democrats who are all part of that. Or you can vote for Labour Party, who sold all of our gold. <laughs> anyway, so welcome to the Great Garbs and Political Podcast. We're all doomed. <laughs> so 
does vote for Green Party. David Icke is more sane than everyone else. Even though he thinks the Queen is a lizard. <laughs> but yeah, so... <laughs> this podcast has been tangent after tangent, hasn't it? It has, but it's brilliant tangents. I'm about again, you didn't know who David Icke was, did you? I, I li- Literally, I do not like to get into politics. It's the one thing... <laughs> Boris Johnson, I just love because he was on the tennis at one time. He did it yeah, for charity. So, he played tennis with a squash racket. Let, let's let's actually talk about what's going on. Okay. <laughs> this isn't ever going to work. No. Well, there, there was uh, one... Um... I can't remember who it was. It was a different internet service provider who have literally said, yeah, if you want to have your internet censored, you'll have to move to a different provider, or, like, talk- you can move I think to it's North talk-talk. Korea. Oh, yeah, I think it was TalkTalk or something, something like that. I can't it remember which company. It was Arnold though. and something else, I think. Oh, here oh, we go. No, oh, it... Andrews and Arnold. And I don't know which actual... Are they... I don't know who they is that, are. Is that the guy? Is that, is that the company? That is the company. Oh my god. I've, n- I've never heard of them before. Whoa. They do awesome broadband packages. Are they like... What are they called? Andrews and Arnold. And Drew's and Arnold. They're they're like more business like broadband providers. Oh, but they yeah they have said yeah. Hmm. We're not doing they're, this. They have a horrible website though. Well, all of this, what the government wants to do is completely rely on on every single internet service provider agreeing with it, and hmm. I know they've got the major ones behind them. But I think as the like PR people for each country company start actually reading what people are saying about this and all of the hatred towards it, they will the companies will probably just turn around and say, No, we don't want a part of this. You know Because it it will I mean, companies like B Sky B and B T, like British Telecom, they already have so much bad rap behind them. Mm. People already hate them. Well everyone They has- don't need more of that. And I, when I did all the, when I looked in depth on Boralbamp, when I would change from Sky, it's basically looking in and seeing every bad review. There's not a single good one for any of them most of the time. It's all <laughs> like no, I would actually give a good review for Sky because they have been like the best broadband provider I've ever had. They, I don't good... understand. My speeds are higher than their quoted speed, so my um, I had terrible issues with Sky, but that was because I wasn't in a very good area for broadband. So no. But, but I mean, any... if I have any troubles, I can walk five minutes down the road and I'm near the, like, one of their major offices. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, Garvin's incredibly lucky, but, um, yeah, do you know what company's not gonna sign this? Who? When it comes, Google. When they come with Google Fiber. Yeah, but Google Fiber isn't in the UK. But it will. Eventually. Eventually, but... Who, but... who knows if Google will sign this? Yeah, well, I can't see Google signing for this. Can you? Why not? They're they're all about well with YouTube and all that. They're all about freedom of speech and stuff. So yeah, but that doesn't mean. I mean, they've already been accused of sharing data with different companies and things, haven't they? Mm. You never know, Liam. I I think by the actually by the time Google Fiber comes here, I think this would have died down already. They're, I think well, it was base. Okay, go. They're only looking at um, America at the moment. Mm. So. Well, they're looking at small states right now to get this all ironed out. Pardon me. Yeah, well, they've only got. They're only. It's only active in Kansas at the moment. And it's coming to New York, I seem to remember. New York's the next uh, one. It doesn't say that on here. I me- I I'm looking on their website on their list. Uh, it I... looks like one of their next ones looks like Austin, Texas, hmm. which is quite a big city, I believe, or quite a big place. I don't know. I remember I remember this big thing about um, New York getting Google Fiber down the line. Maybe it is. 
But maybe it, yeah, it's New York. probably just not on these lists then. It's not on their list on the Google Fiber website. Yeah, yeah, it's Google Fi- It's New York had a big news thing about this. Oh, okay, maybe it's coming after all of these then. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't really care about Google Fiber. <laughs> I care about it because it's actually going to be fiber octave, affordable fiber octave um, broadband in the UK. How do you know? Well, I don't, but compared with US prices. Well, if it's $70 in America, you can probably expect to pay like 70 quid here. And that's, um, like, that's like, think about how much everything else is with computing, Liam. Uh, don't, don't, don't. Plus, who are all of the cables owned by? BT. Yep. Well, not all of them. Like, Sky and other companies have like a 0.5% share in it, but most of the fiber cables are pretty much owned by OpenReach. Yeah. You can get, like, fiber broadband for, like, 40 quid a month. Yeah. The problem is, in Somerset, fiber, fiber broadband... I'm, I'm, I'm not sure that is actually fiber broadband. Why not? I, I just think there's different areas that haven't been properly installed with fiber, so it's really slow in certain areas. The entirety of Somerset's already, like, got fiber fully done. Is it? Yeah. Then why am I speech crap? Because you don't, you're not paying for higher speeds, Liam. <laughs> I was. Broadband. I was once. And it didn't what? work. Well, that's the sky thing. Anyway, can we not go on this tangent, please? Can, can we not go down this road? It's half, it's half past. <laughs> no, it's not. Well, it's quarter to twelve. Well, we've been fil- well, we've been recording for half an hour, so. Okay, so what do you want to talk about next? We've got <gasps> the fishy, fishy, fish, fish. Oh my god. I'm just going to start off. I'm just going to jump right in there. Okay, you jump. Can I? Can I? Yeah, yeah can you I, can. Can I, just, can I just say it? Yeah, you Phil can. Phil Fish has left the video game development world. Ah. Uh, He's gone. There's he, not going to be a Fez 2. Uh, yeah. Do you want me... I'll, I'll start with the story here. So, um... Recently, the Xbox had opened open development new units. Open... Well, basically, open-source development stuff that's going to be in the, the Xbox One for um, yeah. indie developers. Um, a bunch of web websites wanted quotes from people, and Phil Fish declined to comment, waiting for official word. Jonathan Blow, to my knowledge, didn't say m- much. He said a few words about it, and then told everyone to look at that quote. Um, and then all of a sudden... A Mr. Marcus Beer from GameTrailers.com um, decided that he didn't like um, Phil Fish or Jonathan Blow and decided to have this five-minute rant on them about things they didn't do. <laughs> well, um... What? What did he say that they didn't do? Basically said being being harsh to um, other news... news um, he didn't say that. He just said that they were, like, just sponging... He never said like, "Yeah, you're being harsh to them." He was just well, saying, "Well, at the yeah, begin at, at the beginning when he was they were asked for comment, he said that they were being hugely um harsh to them, saying, "How dare you ask for ask for comments and stuff," which didn't happen. Um, at the very at the very beginning, that's where he started off with his post, and then he started on with his rant about how um journalism for indie game developers are a two way street, which I'm saying that's bullshit because Minecraft is. That's true. Well, Minecraft didn't have any sort of publicity from news vendors. It all came from Let's Players. So? So it came from Let. Well, the huge success of Minecraft came from from Let's mostly. Let- yeah, but he wasn't saying that the success that the success of indie games is through journalists. He was saying that if a kind of website does this for you, you should then in turn help them by giving them something in return. He wasn't saying, yeah, if you want to get popular, you've got to talk to websites. He, he, was, he wasn't, Liam. That's not he, what he said. He, he was saying stuff along those lines. He was saying how you, sh- you should buck up and just follow news vendors and give quotes at content in, constantly when yeah, you're yeah, out. Yeah, you should. You should. If, they, if they're going to be, like, supporting you... Then you should do that. I, that has nothing sh- to do with getting popular, though. They they should. That that's I, just that's just like kind of doing your bit because they've helped you. I think that's just kind of nice. 
I think indie the indie developers are in that really strange corner where they're doing it mostly. Most indie developers are doing it for fun, not for money, and they do not. They're one or two, one or two person um, development group most of the time. I don't know why they should answer to reviews when they're making games all the time. Or to, not to reviews, but to journalists all the time when they're making a game. No, he wasn't saying. He doesn't say. Yeah, they have to do this. He was saying if, like, kind of say, like, I don't know, IGN, who mm. don't really do that sort of thing. Say IGN were to kind of help publicize a game and mm. tell people about it. If they in turn then are looking for quotes from developers and things like that, then surely you would agree that it's right for, like, then in turn the developer to help them out with that. Yes. Because that is just kind of, like, scratching each other's backs. Yes, but the thing is that Jonathan Blow or Phil Fish, to my mind, have never scrubbled for, scrubbled for um, journalists to look at this stuff, except at PAX and big game at big um conferences it's, it's not the fact that they were looking for journalists to do that it's just the fact that that's happened mm. and that is probably that's how a lot of people know about because i mean in in a way you were talking about minecraft and let's players yeah. in a way that is a form of the media that is almost a form of journalism it's just a very well not really a form of journalism but it is part of the media yeah so it is still the same sort of thing it's it was what he was getting at was saying that they were just kind of I'm not sure if it's true or not mm. but they were just like nah it doesn't matter don't give a shit you helped us but that doesn't matter sort of thing which which is which if that has happened that is wrong yeah but although I am doubtful that that's happened that that's doubtful I think I, I, I'll check on the old reddit sphere see if anything's come out more come out of this but but from what I've seen, there's been nothing... No one on Reddit has seen these tweets that he was on about from either one of them. So, basically what we've made it out, made it to be more polite, but he... he, he It was a full-on Oh yeah, he, he was completely out of order what he did. Yes. But I can understand what he was saying. Yes. I'm not, I'm not kind of like advocating it, but it's just stupid. He, Why do these things happen? I don't know, but he, but yeah, basically, Marcus B was a total ass to them. And it was hilarious. It it was hilarious, but at, at same kind of sickening because Game Trailers is the, the was the only one of the only websites to have the full um, Xbox stream, the whole Microsoft stream, and and the Sony stream, if I remember correctly. So they. Pump in views. They're owned by Spike and MTV and Viacom. They're a Viacom Entertainment Group, and they have so. they're big, respectable com- companies. You wouldn't see something like the like if we compare it to like a yeah, but a company isn't responsible for what someone says on a podcast, is it? No, but... that's personal opinion, not the opinion of the company. But you don't. You never see anything on the guard or in the Guardian about. A man ranting in a in a like a huge article about this guy's an asshole. They put it more. They yeah, they. That's, that's, that's because the Guardian is a quality newspaper, Liam. Look at the Sun or the Daily Mail, and you will see that every day. Yeah. I I I just hope one of these days that that there was going to be a website with reputable journalism going on in the gaming industry. To my mind, there are hardly any of those I can think of. That get... it's, I mean, I just find it, it it's sad that things like this have to happen. Mm. And but then Phil Fish has actually said this. He, well, he's implied that this isn't the, the fact that he's left the industry isn't it's, just because of this. He's no. said it's just a combination of everyone it's, being it's, assholes. It's to the him. um, straw that broke the camel's back, basically. Yeah, but I mean, I honestly, I, I don't care. Fez was terrible. Well, I, I, I it like, looked terrible. I, I like Fe- I like Fez. We did a review on Fez. If you want to go back to one of the episodes, um, but yeah, I, I like Fez. Jonathan Bow. From everything I've seen, he is a very nice person. Hugely then, I mean, nice. I mean, the the guy was just being a dick, basically. Yeah. yeah. And it was funny, but that's all it should have been. I don't. I think it. It's kind of a bit sad that. This has been taken to heart 
Because, I mean, he wasn't even that horrible in reality. He, he was... Pr- well, something he worked on for five years. Yeah but, mo- yeah, but most people... Yeah, but he didn't even... He didn't say anything really that bad about their games. He just said that he didn't enjoy Fez. He said he liked Braid. Hmm. Well... So... Uh- yeah, he liked Brave, but he was still very mean. He was he's still very harsh, tosh, toss pots, fucking hipsters, stuff yeah, but like he that. He wasn't insulting their games. He was just insulting them. Yeah, but most people would just take that in their stride. Yeah, there's no reason just to go. Yeah, I'm not going to develop games anymore, is it? I'm I'm thinking more of the side of Jonathan Blow, like someone saying to his face, "You're a toss pot. You're a fucking dick." I mean. Forget about forget about Phil Fish for the moment. Everything because Phil Fish, yes. Well, no, he he actually he he said something like one of you looked like a tosspot. He didn't even really say much. He was implying that he only he only implied as well that Phil Fish was looked like a tosspot. Mm. He didn't actually call anyone a tosspot. So this is he hasn't really actually said anything. That I bad. When you think about it, most of it was implied and most of it was directed at Phil Fish. I think the reason he used Mr. Blow was so he could call it Blowfish. <laughs> which is hilarious! A hilariously <laughs> crude joke. Yeah, but it's a Blowfish! Ta- what, what was it? Tasty to eat, but deadly as well. Something like that. Something stupid. Yeah. But it's but... I, honestly, I don't think this is the last we're going to see of Mr. Fish. Because no, that is what this is really about, isn't I it? Think... The fact that he's now said that there's not going to be any Fez 2, that's stopped development, and he's not going to develop any more games. That's what's important. Well, Fez I was his probably... first and only game. Yeah. He's never made... He, he, I don't think there actually has been an, an official piece of software that's done by Phil Fish. I mean, he'll probably just go for a few months and then be back again, like, yeah, it's been developed again. I, I think he's probably going to... I think... For, Fez 2 or some other game. I think Fez 2... I think this was his avenue to get out of Fez, Fez 2 because I think there was probably something wrong with Fez 2 if he can't up and cancelled it. Yeah. You, ju- you just he, don't cancel... This was a bit fast. You just don't... You, like If something you work on, you don't just up and cancel it, cancel it in five minutes. If, Maybe if he's just bored of it. Yeah. I, well, I was surprised when Fez 2 was announced. But, like... He spent five years on Fez 1. I don't think the like, thing you want to do straight after Fez 1 is to go into the sequel where you're working on the same mechanics and just improving on it, improving on them. Yeah. You I mean, need... that must be pretty boring. As an indie developer, I would think you want the first thing you would want to do after finishing that game on your own for five years is to jump into a, into a completely different game. So yeah, just, just a completely new IP or even working like for a bigger company or mm. something. Something like... Um, these what the Super Meat Boy developers did, like they worked on um, Binding of Isaac, yeah. straight after Meat Boy. Cause just... Yeah, because it's like a completely different game mm. with different mechanics and things. Yeah, I don't really like either of them, but I, yeah. can, I could say that they're still completely different games. But you can't just go from doing, you can't just do the same thing. No, no, I mean, it's just kind of stupid. I don't see why he was like yeah, FS two, like mm. only a few months after it had been released. I mean. I, I, like, I, I, we can't talk about our own products because we don't have any, but working on stuff in Unity Engine, the, the first thing you, the first thing you don't want to do when working on a 2D game and then just saying, yeah, this wasn't a very good idea, like a 2D platformer, is then go, yeah, I'm going to make another 2D platformer. The first one didn't yeah. go very well, but still. So yeah, you do not, as, as, as a word of advice from developer to developer, do not go in the same thing twice. It's not going to end well. It was the same with anything, isn't it? It's mm. just boring. Mm. It's just you can't just keep doing the same thing all the time. I think Phil, Phil Fish will be back. He may. I think he's. I think he's gone Twitter-wise for good, or he should be smart enough to keep 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 himself out of public eye. Hopefully, there'll, there'll be a film made, and it'll be called Phil Fish Returns. And it'll be all like Batman. Basically, that was indie game the movie. It'll be, the it'll be, indie, the, it'll be indie game the movie. Phil Fish returns. The special They'll make a sequel in the in the special edition. That's basically what he's saying. He's saying, well, one of it was like, how do you feel about people taking taking? Oops, sorry. Um, just okay. Um, taking from heart, taking things you say to heart, and he says, I kind of like it. 
and it's like what you you disrespected a Japanese developer about his his um his gaming ideas about how every modern Japanese game sucks. And then you go, oh yeah, I like the feeling that people listen to me. They may not like it, but they listen to me. Uh, <sighs> but yeah. He's a hipster. Let's just stop talking about fishy lips now. Yeah, we both, neither of us particularly like Phil Fisher the person. To be fair, I don't, well, how do we know if we like him as a person? He could be completely different. Yeah, we just don't like him. We don't like his internet personality, if you can say so. If you can say, as a personality. Anyway, it's more just the like the facial hair that puts me <laughs> off. I I don't want to talk about. I I I just want to move away from the shitty dirt journalism stuff because I don't really want to go into another article that we were planning on. So do you want to talk about um Planet Side Two and whatever else you had? Oh yeah, Planet Side Two. Um, I think it was on. Last Wednesday, yeah, it must have been last or last Tuesday. Last Tuesday, mm. there was a massive update. This is the thirteenth update that yeah. they've had, hence why it's called Update Thirteen. And what they've done is they've mass they've made massive changes to the icy region of Esamir, which includes changes or complete replacements of every outpost and facility in that area. They've also added four new weapons. I think seven new camo options. They've added some weapon and camo bundles and some new, uh, like, customizable things for vehicles. They've also fixed a load of bugs. They've changed some audio and they've changed how, like, experience works when you suicide, I think. So I think they've actually made it so if you kill yourself, then you can, it kind of, your next kills and things, you'll get less experience for it. I'm not sure. But. That sounds like a good way to combat people just killing themselves to change location and things. Oh yeah, and they've fixed respawning. And they've added a load of new stuff for, like, platoon commanders and things. So people are able, like, the commander of, like, of a platoon is able to, like, sort out who can talk over the voice chat and things. So all the channels with all that. And they've also made it so you can set waypoints for each squad in a platoon. Because I think there's four squads in a platoon. And each can have a separate waypoint. Which is pretty cool. So, and that isn't everything. That's like scratching the surface barely of what they've done. Yeah. So, is this like Planet Side 1.2? Is it like a completely different game now? No. It's... But they've added loads. Is it just small tweaks that the fans will notice? Well... The region that they've changed, like changed all of the buildings and things. Yeah. That's not. Have you you've played it before, haven't you? I don't. Yeah, I played Planet Side Two, but I don't think I've ever went to that area. No, I don't think we did, but it's not like a massive area. Okay. It's so just to help. It was to help with like lattice connections or some bullshit that I didn't understand because I barely played the game that much. But I thought it was something that's quite important because it's a very popular game. Yeah. I think it's, it's one of the biggest please play. I don't think it's as big as Dota or TF2. Let me just check on Steam. Let yeah, I just... doubt it's as big, but it's still a huge game. Um, which, I can never I... remember how to get to that. Uh, and on the store page, it is. Oh, and the good thing is, they added a find button, planet side. It is. There are six thousand people playing at the. I peaked at 6,533 people today. That's still pretty good. Yeah. It's it's below GTA 4, uh, Crusader Kings 2, um, Infestation Survivor Stories, the, War, the crappy War Z clone. So, yeah. Somehow, a good game like Planet Side 2 got below Infestation. Isn't it, wasn't it? It was Daisy, wasn't it? Yes. No. No, no, what was it? Warzy, yes. The Warzy rebranding infestation is. Really? Yep. Yeah. Um, other, other noticeable games? Not so any. What was that rebranding of Warzy? They, they're now called, called Infestation Survivor Storage, which is the same game. The same terrible, terrible game. Just changed the name. 
Oh my god, it is. Oh, it's slightly cheaper as well. Oh my god, no, this is exactly the same. You can still buy it with 305, no, 3,575 gold credits. What the hell? Those sneaky bastards. Oh, I'm trying to find his name again. What's his name? What, Sergei? Sergei yes. Sergei Tetov. Your, your marketing genius. <laughs> okay, I think we should finish now. <laughs> so, thank you for listening to the Greg Garbson podcast. Uh, I've been Sam, that's been Liam, and Hello. if you've got any questions, you can email us at greggarbson at gmail.com and if you want to check out our YouTube channel, then you can go to youtube.com forward slash YouTube. YouTube forward slash Greg Garbison. And that's YouTube forward slash Greg Garbison, not YouTube forward slash YouTube forward slash Greg Garbison. It depends on how you feel. Let's see if it actually works. YouTube slash YouTube slash Greg Garbison. You can buy Indie Game the Movie, the special edition. I got that. You can buy the special edition stuff as a DLC! I know. I, I, I got that for free. So, whenever whenever I load up the movie to watch stuff about Phil Fish, it comes up on my Steam. Oh, <laughs> uh, I just like looking at the picture of Phil Fish on there, with him sat in the bar with the empty glass. Oh, God. You have to watch the movie someday. In fact, I should have given you that. When I got the free version, oh, oh. with the special edition, so you, you, so when I got my DVD, we could watch it together. Don't worry, I'll buy it. Lol. Wink, wink. Nudge, I think nudge. I've actually got it on a memory stick somewhere. I yes, I think Luke gave you my version, a copy of my ah, version. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, that's it. Let's stop now. Yeah, before we get into more incriminating stuff. Anyway. Okay. Well. Bye. See bye. See you next week, people.